0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 156 of Mothering Anxiety. Today's episode is I Have PPA. Well (laughs) um Maybe some of you saw it coming. Um I don't know. I feel that the last couple of episodes and like the last couple of months and me like skipping episodes or recording and all that stuff, like Uh, Also lack of motivation on like Instagram and not wanting to make content and just kind of being like blah and just obviously listening to what I've been going through uh, in the last couple of months. um, I feel like it comes to no surprise. Um, I guess uh, I guess I'll start from the beginning. It was back in, I think it was March. It was like March or April. Um, I was in therapy and um, my therapist asked, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, like, why? And she said, I don't know. She's like, usually when you talk to me, you have a spark, but today your spark is gone. She's like, are you feeling depressed? And I had to get my first wisdom tooth out the next day that I was like extremely anxious about. So I just kind of brushed it off and I was like, no, I'm like, I'm just really anxious over (laughs) this wisdom tooth. Or actually I was going to get it out that afternoon. Um, But I was like, I'm just really anxious over um, getting this wisdom tooth out and my brain is just not functioning. That's kind of all I can really think about. And she was like, okay, right? And I think, like, at that point, I, like, I, like, every time I would have a therapy session, I would, like, extra emphasize everything Um, because I remember, like, ending that session and just, like, crying and crying and crying because I was like, there's no way I'm depressed. Like, what? Like, no, I'm just anxious over this, you know, the, this dentist appointment. That's all I'm scared of. Um, There's no way I'm depressed. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine, right? And I just kind of like kept telling myself that. Um, But there were like some moments where I would have some really low lows um, and I would be crying. And and I know that I told like a couple of friends and I think I even told my husband, I was like, I really think that I have postpartum depression. And um, they were like, no, you know, you're probably just really tired. You're probably just really overwhelmed. You're probably just stressed out. Like, I'm sure that it's not as bad as you think. And I was like, okay, you know, and so I just kept thinking like, okay, I'm just extra sad today because I didn't get enough sleep last night, right? And so I just kept telling myself that every time I would have like a low, low. Also, I want to say that like, I didn't think that I had depression because like, I've been depressed before. And when I was depressed before, when I was dealing with depression before, um, It was like low lows all the time for like a continuous amount of time. And this was different. This was like, I'd be perfectly fine. I'd be perfectly okay. And then just like randomly one day would hit me and it was just like really low lows. And that's why I just kept rushing it off. And I just kept saying like, oh, I'm just tired. I'm just overwhelmed. Like I'm a mom of two now, you know, like the workload is is, is more. Um, And then my husband was working, you know, extra overtime And then um, I was discharged from therapy. So I was feeling really good because I was like, oh, yeah, like this is great. Right. Like I'm I'm not crazy anymore. (laughs) I am fine. I am free. I am healed. Right. Um, That was kind of what was going through my head. And my husband was working super extra overtime. They started doing our kitchen. Um, I started freaking out over that. I don't know. I honestly like I don't know why having my kitchen redone was so triggering for me. Um because just getting the kitchen done and just like thinking of people coming to my house and like seeing my kitchen and like judging me for my kitchen and my, you know, home design choices and whatever. I don't know why that was so triggering for me because that's what triggered my TMJ. um, That's what triggered the super like high stress levels. That's what triggered these panic attacks, right? So I was like, freaking out over the kitchen and then freaking out over um, like, uh, getting all the little house projects done and uh, planning my son's first birthday party, which we actually had to cancel because these panic attacks were so bad. And, you know, we just kind of thought it was just that. We were like, no, you know, I'm stressed out. I'm having panic attacks because for whatever reason, me doing this kitchen and me having the birthday party here is extremely triggering. So my husband was like, we're going to cancel this party because it's obviously stressing you out and your health is more important than, you know, throwing a birthday party. So we canceled it. And like for a bit, my anxiety was like, uh, you know, kind of on a decline, but it just kept coming back in like the weirdest most random moments and these panic attacks were horrendous like i literally thought i was dying every single time i would have a panic attack um, i would feel all the symptoms like all of them um heart you know heart racing Um, like i couldn't breathe like there was something heavy on my chest dizziness, blurry vision, um, like, like almost like an out of body experience. Like if I moved my head too fast, like it felt like my vision wasn't moving fast enough. I don't know. It's like really, really weird to, to, um, kind of explain, but then I had migraines and tension headaches and, um, I was very sensitive to like the light and it was just, all the things. Um, Like I couldn't regulate my body temperature. I was always cold or always hot. Um, And that just triggered then my like health anxiety because at that point I was like, there has to be something wrong with me because when I used to have anxiety before, it wasn't, I don't want to say that it wasn't that bad, but like it wasn't that bad or at least at that point, like you know, years prior when I would have anxiety attacks, I knew in my head that I was having an anxiety attack and that I would be okay once it was over. But this time around, whenever I'd have panic attacks, so these weren't anxiety attacks, these were full-blown panic, I couldn't convince myself that it was simply panic and not that it was something more like more major. Like I couldn't convince my brain that I was just panicking and that it would be over in 20 minutes or 30, you know, whatever. Um, I kept thinking like, no, this is the beginning of a stroke. No, this is the beginning of a heart attack. And then my brain would spiral and I would overthink and I would be like, I'm going to have a stroke right now in front of my kids and my husband's not going to get home until X amount of hours from now. I'm just going to be laying here on the floor, dead. What are my kids going to do? And like, my brain was just overthinking so badly, like 24-7 for like weeks on end. And it was like every week I would experience some new symptom, like, like I don't know, something random. Um, And then I would convince myself that that meant something horrible was happening and that I was going to like die from that the next day or in that instant. This, this is how bad my anxiety was. It was, it's been disrupting like (laughs) my everyday life when I get into these panic attacks because I cannot think of anything else but of some like horrible impending doom. And it's, it's, it's been exhausting. It's been extremely, extremely exhausting. Um, But I knew that it was anxiety and not that I was having, you know, all these medical issues. Because as soon as the panic was gone, then I would feel perfectly normal. And so I thought like, okay, you know what, you know, and and I'm sure that you guys have heard me talk about this a lot in, you know, my like previous episodes, like most recent, um, where it was like, well, you know, we weren't eating the greatest and I wasn't taking my supplements for a few weeks and I wasn't working out and I wasn't doing much for myself. Right. So that probably triggered all this anxiety again. And yeah, sure. I'm sure that that played a part, but I have, I have never experienced panic as bad as I've, I've been experiencing lately. I would have anxiety over like, just thinking about leaving my house. Um, I didn't want to do long trips. I didn't want to go places because I was just terrified that I was going to have a panic attack there. And like, I wouldn't be able to just like lay down and chill and relax and like wait for it to be over. And then that would trigger my anxiety. And you know, we would be driving and then I'd start to get dizzy and then that would like start to freak me out and that would give me anxiety and then I'd feel the heart, you know, palpitations. And like, it was just like, uh, you know, symptom after symptom after symptom. And I, I felt like, like I was drowning. Um, I just, I, yeah, it, it's, it, it's been rough. I've, I, honestly have have never experienced anxiety this bad and and this debilitating. Um I didn't want to I didn't want to go anywhere. I don't want like even just like going to like this grocery store would give me anxiety because I'm like I'm gonna have a panic attack right here and I'm gonna pass out And then they're going to have to take me to the hospital. And then while I'm there, they're going to find all of these things that are wrong with me. And what's going to happen to my son? My son still breastfeeds. Like he doesn't take a nap unless I'm there with him. My daughter doesn't go to bed unless I lay with her. Like, and it was just constant, constant. Like if this goes wrong, then this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. And it was like, an, it was like almost like an all day, everyday thing for the last couple of weeks. And oh man, it's been, a it's been a lot. It has. And, you know, a few months ago, my husband was like, make a doctor's appointment. And I, and obviously, because I have anxiety, the first thing I said was like, why do you really think there's something wrong with me? And he was like, no, he's like, make a doctor's appointment so they can tell you that you're not dying and you can shut up, right? Not in a mean way, but you know. And so I was like, okay, So I made the doctor's appointment. But obviously, guys, if you guys make doctor's appointments, like unless it's like urgent care, like they're always like months after, right? (laughs) So I think I made this doctor's appointment sometime in like August. And then it wasn't until this week in October. So like I think it was like October 24th, last Tuesday. And um, as like time went on, um, I started to feel a little bit better. And I don't want to say that very lightly but I started to feel okay I I would still have anxiety and I would still have like minor panic attacks they weren't as bad but they were still there and I was like okay I I I don't like that they're still there right like I want to get to the point where they're not there anymore like poof like they're gone so um you know I I was feeling okay (laughs) I was you know kind of just riding along and and Um, every time I would start to feel anxiety, it'd be like, it's just my anxiety. Nothing's wrong. I have a doctor's appointment on this day and they will be able to tell me something's wrong. Right? So finally the day came and honestly, I was so anxious about going because I just, I knew, I just knew it, that I was going to go and they were going to find something wrong and tell me that I was going to die in like 10 minutes, right? (laughs) That that something was going to be that bad. And I was finding any excuse to like not go. Like I told my husband like, oh, you know, I've been feeling better. I might as well not go. Oh, if it gets really bad, I can just take myself to urgent care. And like, oh, you know, sometimes they have same day appointments for, you know, different medical things. Like maybe I can just say that something uh, that is wrong and I'll just go then. Like if it gets bad again. And my husband was like, you might as well go and waste your time, then not go and continue to worry. So I pushed myself and I went, even though I didn't want to go. My blood pressure, by the way, was through the roof. <laughs> and they were like, um, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And so I had to explain to the nurse, as I do every time, about my PTSD of taking blood pressure and that it's always fine at the end and blah, 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 whatever, you know. And so, um, in comes the doctor, right? And, and she sits down, and she was like, "Okay," she's like, "You know, what did you come here for? Um, like, what can I, you know, do you? Like, what's going on?" And I was like, "Oh, I just came in for, you know, just a physical, just for like a checkup, just to make sure that everything's okay." And she's like, "Okay," she's like, "Is something going on that like you're you're worried?" And at that moment, I just <laughs> I burst out like hysterically crying, like. I couldn't even control it at this point. It was just hysterically crying. And I was like, I've just been having really horrible anxiety that like something is terribly wrong. And I just feel like I'm gonna die. Like every day, every day, it feels like I'm dying. Every day, it feels like I feel something new. And that's what's gonna make me die. Like I'm just gonna drop dead right now. And I'm just like, Balling my eyes out as I'm telling her this and I could see the look in her face and she's just she's she's feeling for me right like she's feeling for me and she was like okay you know and so like we get to talking and you know she is like have you dealt with anxiety before and I'm like yes I was like I have I'm like I pretty much had anxiety all of my life and I'm like but um you know I've been kind of working and and then I went to therapy and stuff and I'm like for the last like three years and I was doing so much better like I was doing good I was feeling good I wasn't having you know like horrible debilitating anxiety was I still having anxiety like yes because obviously everyone has anxiety from time to time but it wasn't like you know uh, getting in or interrupting my daily life. And I was like, and I was doing really good. And I'm like, and then all of a sudden, I just I started getting these horrible panic attacks. I'm like, I can't think about anything else. I can't do anything else. Like I'm just on autopilot. I'm just keeping everyone alive. I'm like, but that's as much as I can give right now. So um, she starts talking to me about, you know, postpartum anxiety. And I was like, yeah, I was like, but my son, I'm like, he's 14 months, right? I'm like, isn't there like a one to 12 month window? as <laughs> to so like, when you you can get it? And she was like, well, she's like, when did you start feeling like this? And I was like, I mean, roughly around the time, my son was almost 11 months. And she's like, okay, you know, and so, um, She did say, you know, I do have to go in for blood work because she was like, you know, sometimes if you're anemic or you have thyroid issues that can heighten your anxiety. So we're going to go ahead and get that tested. And, you know, she did just like a a basic physical exam on me and she's like, you know, nothing seems like out of normal or whatever. Um, And she's like, does something hurt? Is something bothering you? Like, do you feel any pain anywhere? And I was like, I feel pain everywhere. And she's like, when you're panicking and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah. So she said, you know, I think it's postpartum anxiety. It's just like and and that's what it is and she's like, and I think you could have postpartum depression also. Um and because of what I was telling her and because of just how like like I told her, I'm like, it's just, it's really debilitating. I'm like, I, there's just days where I just cannot function because all I can think about is that I'm going to die. Like that's, that's it. And I like, and these intrusive thoughts are like horrible. I'm like, I go out for a walk, and I just envision like a car slamming into us. Like I go for a walk, and I envision my daughter falling and cracking her head open. Like I, I'm like I'm going for a walk, and I envision that the car's gonna pull up and just like yank my son and like kidnap him. I'm like, I, I was like I I I can't I can't function, <laughs> I can't function. So just kind of based off of all of that, um, she did refer me to a psychiatrist. And she said, it sounds like you may need some sort of medication at this point. She's like, but, she's like, you know, go to a psych, get evaluated by a psych, talk to one, and, and, you know, they'll be able to determine if they think only going back to therapy is going to help or if some, you know, you're at the point where some sort of medication is needed. I, um... I've been dealing with anxiety all of my life. I've never been on medication for anxiety before. So, um, you know, just just the thought of like knowing that I'm at the point where it's so bad that I might need it. Um, to be honest, I I kind of felt a little bit like a failure. I was just like I've I've been working on myself for the last like three years, like healing from my trauma and working on my diet and you know, working on self care and, and all that stuff. And like, how am I back here? But like, how am I back here so bad that it, it feels that everything that I've done and everything that I've worked on is just, is gone. Like it, it was all for nothing, right? Because I'm I'm here again and not just here, I'm here, but it's like 20 times worse. How how did I get here? I think the hardest thing that I've had to accept as as someone who has been on this healing journey for so long, as someone who I declared on this podcast that I didn't have anxiety anymore, that I was feeling great, that everything was fine, right? I I I couldn't accept that there are some things that you can't control. And no amount of books that I've read and, and no amount of somatic therapy stretches, you know, no no amount of like eating the right things and, and I don't know, sleeping and stretching and vitamin D and outside and walks and everything. like, Like no amount of all of that can control what is or what has physiologically happened to my body as women we deal with hormones and that's it right and our hormones can dictate so much so it's it's been really hard for me to accept that this is something that I cannot control that I cannot control what physiologically is happening to my body right now and okay I'll take that back um Yes, I know that you can heal your gut and I know that you can, um, what is it, heal your hormones? No, that's not the right word. Balance out your hormones, right? Like, I know that you can do that. I know that you can do that through diet and and through, you know, lowering cortisol levels and all that stuff. Like, yes, I know that you can do that. But, like, at this moment in time, like, there's nothing that I can immediately do. Um, Because healing, as I've learned, because I've been doing it for the past three years, it takes time. And I know that if just one day I cut out sugar completely, like I'm not going to be healed, right? (laughs) Like it's going to take time because everything needs to balance out and I need to figure out how to balance it out and I need to uh, figure out what exactly needs to be balanced out, right? And I know that it's just, it's going to be, a long journey um i would I would hope not <laughs> um, but I think honestly, I think that um knowing that I have overcome my anxiety before and I've overcome my depression before, I know that I can overcome it now and you know, it it is scary because the way to overcome it is completely different than the way that I've learned to overcome it for the past couple of years, right? Like, this time, I'm gonna actually need to really focus, I guess. <laughs> um, and, you know, do some very drastic um, lifestyle changes, right? Like, do I eat clean? And do I eat healthy? Like, sure. But do I eat the healthiest and the cleanest? Like, no, I'm still scarfing down cereal and chocolate donuts like at night when my kids go to bed, and I'm right here watching TV, right? <laughs> like, and I'm not saying that you can't do any of those things, but at this point, like where I am anxiety wise, like I need to take sort of like extreme measures to get to the other side because I don't like feeling like this. Um, it has been horrible, like horrible to say the least. And I don't like feeling this way. I don't like feeling like I'm not in control. And I know that right now I'm not in control. And that's sort of what's driving me nuts. Um, because these aren't things that I can like just like fix. <laughs> I mean I can, but you know, you know, I, I can't explain it. Um, this is just something that's just chemically wrong with my brain right now like right now at this point like my anxiety my depression where that's coming from has nothing to do with my past trauma um there's no book like I said no book I can read that just be like hey this is how you fix your postpartum depression and your postpartum anxiety like there's none of that (laughs) and so it's all brand new territory to me and that's scary um because I don't I don't know what's coming and I don't know what to expect and I don't know how long this is going to take and I don't know how long I'm going to be feeling like crap and when I'm going to feel better and that's that's really scary because you know once I was able to heal from my generalized anxiety disorder I was like okay I never want to go back there but now here I am and it's like 10 times worse and maybe even 100 times worse and it's just it's really it's really scary and um you know, for a a while I was feeling extremely disappointed and like a failure because I was like, what is, what is going on? Like, why am I back here? But like I said, (laughs) it's, it's really hard to accept that you can't control what physiologically your body is doing. But as my therapist would have said or would say, (laughs) um, you're an adult now. What are you going to do about it? So for starters, um, I'm going to declare this as my now journey from healing or my my journey now of healing from postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. So this is what my podcast is going to turn into now. Sorry for all the guys who listen to this because this, um, very fortunate for you, doesn't pertain to you. But, you know, if you guys are husbands or, boy, you know, you guys have kids, you guys have, you know spouses, partners who have babies, this is something that, you know, she could potentially go through. So maybe still keep listening. (laughs) Um, Because maybe, you know, what I'm saying, I can explain it better than whatever they're feeling or how they're feeling or, you know, or maybe I give tips and tricks where you're like, hey, how about we try this? How about we try that or something? I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I feel that I'm just at this point, just kind of going to be giving like a weekly update on on how I've been doing and what I've been trying to do to try and better myself because I need to, right? Um, My kids need me. (laughs) My husband needs me. I need me to be okay. I can't keep just living my life on autopilot it's what it feels like I've been doing like I'm just doing the bare minimum to keep everyone alive my house is clean yes the laundry's done I cook but I I feel that like my kids right now unfortunately are just getting like nothing out of me like I'm not in the mood to play with them I'm not in the mood to like even like cuddle them sometimes and that's heartbreaking (laughs) just to think that what I'm going through right now is like making me less of a mother to them and yeah it's it's heartbreaking but I'm an adult now what am I going to do about it I'm going to get better <laughs> um for starters one is just changing my mindset right like I have postpartum anxiety I have postpartum depression but I am not my anxiety nor am I my depression am I gonna feel anxious sometimes sure am I gonna have panic attacks sometime I mean I hope not anymore but yeah um am I gonna feel depressed from time to time yes but this is just kind of showing me that like the moments that I do feel okay, like just just live it <laughs> um, and take advantage of those times um, because I don't know when the next panic attack is coming and I don't know when the next extremely low day is coming um, and that's scary all on its own, but I know that I'm going to get through this because I've gotten through it before and this is just you know, another <laughs> another level to my testimony and, and this is going to kind of open up the, the demographics to the amount of people that I'm now going to be able to help on this podcast, right? Because, you know, before people would ask me about postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and I would always tell them like, I'm sorry, but I haven't been there so I don't know and well, now I'm here so <laughs> now I understand and man... Do I sympathize for all the women who have been through this because this just sucks. (laughs) I'm going to change my outlook on it. Um, I have PPA, I have BPD, but I am not my anxiety and my depression and I'm not going to let it control my life anymore. Those are some big words to say, (laughs) but um, yeah. I'm also trying to look at it from a very comical uh, perspective and be like, hey, just more content for my podcast, right? (laughs) At one point, I thought I was running dry and I thought that I wouldn't be able to talk about anything because I wasn't suffering from anxiety anymore. And now it's like, (laughs) cha-ching. Now you've got the anxieties of anxieties. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah. So... You know, honestly, I just, I apologize to everyone who has been listening in or listening through and through and if my last couple of episodes have just been kind of dry or just kind of been nothing, but now it makes sense, right? And I've been kind of dealing with depression (laughs) and anxiety for the past couple of months. Um, And now this is just going to turn into me trying to figure out how to overcome this. And yeah, um... I do need to make an appointment for a psychiatrist or to see a psychiatrist to get evaluated. Um, I am praying that I won't need to be put on any medication. But I am open to the idea um, if I need it. Because there are times where I feel like I I need something to just, you know... (laughs) I would say, like, knock me out, but that's not the right words. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What has been helping a lot, though, is is saying my thoughts and my fears and my worries out loud. Um, I spoke to a few friends and and stuff, and, and just saying these things out loud, I feel that have helped me so much. So I'm also praying that me being able to speak this out... Um, in my podcast, right? Like weekly and just kind of giving updates on like what's going on and what's been running through my head throughout the week is also going to help me, um, kind of overcome it. Like, like also like a sense of therapy, right? Cause this podcast has helped me or did help me a, a lot in overcoming my anxiety in the past. So yeah. Um, to any mamas out there who have dealt with postpartum anxiety or postpartum depression or who are dealing with it right now, um, you are most definitely not alone. Um I know how how scary it is and I know how exhausting it is. Um I feel that I can't catch a break. Um I I feel that like some days I just feel like I just want to lay in bed and do absolutely nothing. But as moms, like we, we can't We can't do that. We don't have days like that. Um, So for any mom who has or is battling postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, and you're still showing up every day, I know how hard that is. And we're all rock stars, superstars, superheroes. I don't know. Um, Because it is extremely difficult. Extremely difficult. Um, But I hope that me sharing my journey will help other moms out there. Um, and we're going to figure this out together. (laughs) We're going to figure out how to overcome postpartum anxiety and and postpartum depression, but I am going to go ahead and, uh, wrap this one up. Um, I think I said it last week, but I did start a TikTok mother and anxiety podcast. I think at that point I said, I only had one video. Now I have four, or at least I have four right now as I'm (laughs) recording this. Um, but, I feel that I might be sharing a little bit more uh, just kind of videos on there as to what I'm trying to do to help this PPA and PPD. Um, I might be sharing it also on Instagram, but I, I have OCD on Instagram, like the way that my page is, is um, posted, it you know, there's a, a pattern, I guess, to it and if the, you know, if the video just doesn't align, I'm not going to post it on there. So it'll be on my TikTok. So either way, make sure that you're following both um, Instagram or TikTok. They're both uh, mother and anxiety podcast and, you know, as vulnerable and as visual and as, um, you know, honest as I was about my healing journey prior, I plan to be the same. Um, I hope that I can can help can help many others so I do hope that you have a good rest of your day or night depending on when you're listening to this and don't forget to live your life love your life and love your anxiety